You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. It is Damon Frank, and I'm joining you here on Recovered Life. I have a very special guest today, our very own George Snyder, life and recovery specialist. How are you doing today, George? Good to see you, Damon. All is well. It has been a crazy week, hasn't it? Well, yeah. Yes. In the yes. middle of a pandemic. And uh, I, you know, the reason why that I had you on today is I wanted to discuss our old school men's mastermind topic that we had on Monday and kind of what happened. Cause it was one of those gatherings, George, where all week I was thinking about what people contributed, what I got out of it, how am I going to apply it? And I really, and I got to be honest, going in that the topic, I'm going to give Deborah the topic. What was the topic? It was desire. I really, I, I wasn't expecting the, the the amount of impact that that one had. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, you you think about it, it seemed like a natural choice. It was, the, you know, tis the season. It's all about giving and getting and shopping and one click. And so it felt right. But also when you talk about recovered life, I mean, you're talking about what else is that force, both an obstacle and an enabling uh, energy, but desire, what do you want? You know, and there's so much about what do I want for Christmas? All I want for Christmas, right? So that, but the diversity of how people responded to it, I think that was what I found the most impressive and how different ways of looking at what conceivably is the same issue. And yet it's not. You know, it's a yeah, personal. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it. You know, just a little background for the people who are new to Recovered Life. Uh, the old school men's mastermind group has been going on. It's what I want to say four or five months now. Yeah. It's been going on for some time. I think since March. Really since the beginning, April. Of the pan- yeah, the beginning of the pandemic. It was really yeah. when we started to say, want to get together. We wanted to get together and be a part of something. Yeah. And George is the host of the old school men's mastermind group. And I, I wrote down some uh, on my phone here, some notes that I okay. wanted to ask you. And, you know, why tackle the issue and topic of desire? Why tackle that? It, like we said earlier, it's, it's about trying to look at if you're going to have a fully a full life and in, in recovery, a rewarding life, a recovered life, a real life, right? RL. Um, it's about finding out what's in the way. A lot of it is about understanding the language of what we're talking about when we talk about desire. What do you mean when you talk about desire? What do you mean when you say you want, right? And how that can get in the way or propel you into productive action, into getting a, more out of the life you're having right? A lot of this stuff we carry around with us are these old ideas, these conception about what it means. Um, you know, that recovery somehow, a lot of people think recovery is about not being able to have what you want. I have to give something up. Yeah. And it's really, this, it's, it's, they're not mutually exclusive. And it's a not, I think what we find in recovery is, in the recovered life is that it's, it's not about either or. It's about both, do you know? Mm-hmm. It's about looking at your life and looking at the old ideas, identifying the old ideas, and then implementing new ones. So the, the yeah. goal is about changing the, if you will, changing the narrative. As people talked 
about what they they saw. You know, you think a bunch of guys getting together talking about desire. It's going to be like a locker room, and it was so far from that. Yeah. And that too is about facilitating a space where you get to be with people. You get to under, to to feel like you can talk to people in a way that um, other men in a way that um, helps you get to what what you mean when you say I don't know what I want or I'm in that. Uh, wanting is a, a prayer instantly answered. You are instantly in that place of want, and it's painful. Desire. Well, you know, you know, George, the, the thing that I got out of this, one of the things that I got out is that very early on, I, I noticed how I was even doing black and white thinking, this desire good, this desire bad. How, how do you determine what is it? it may, maybe it's not even determining good or bad. Maybe it's determining what works for you and what doesn't work for you with desire and recovery. Right. I think so much of what we're doing right now and what you have helped me so much in seeing is, is this is not about either or. This is not about this or that. It's about the human experience. Desire is part of the human experience. You know, it, it's both a, as an obstacle, if it's going to get in the way and make you unhappy, but it's also what a little bit of pain is going to goad you further. And we had people talking about, hey, some of the older members, a lot of stuff is in the rearview mirror. But what do I want today? What are my dreams and ambitions today? Mm -hmm. Very different thing. But, you know, we get trapped in this thinking that, well, as you said, oh, that's bad. I can't think that. I shouldn't do that. that is, those are the sorts of ways in which you've got to get past that if you're going to really have uh, what you say it is you want. You know, George, were, were you surprised by some of the responses in the group? I, I was, honestly. And I think that's what that's what kind of I carried with me throughout the week. I had some preconceived notions, I think, of what people would think about desire. And it was not that at all. No. Well, were so you surprised? Were you, oh, were you surprised by that? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think this is, you know, when you get away from a model of teaching or a model of learning where I, the teacher has the answer and everybody's going to guess it, you know, mm -hmm. and the most basic to a place where there isn't any right answer, gang. This is not about getting to the right answer. What's an interesting answer? What's, what's, uh, what's a beautiful answer? And so when you make that space where it's possible and people feel comfortable about talking about what it is, then you get people, you, you, uh, we talk about the, the millionaires who sat, sat around the table and said, now write down what it is you want, but couldn't. Yeah. Now it's a genius yeah. story, couldn't. Yeah. Because so much of what we think is what we want is in fact a pursuit of, not even love. If you, you know, I, 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 I'm a firm believer in, you know, we're here to love and be loved, but an awful lot of the pursuit in our world today is about envy. We're pursuing envy. I'll have all this stuff that will impress people I don't even like um, and make them think something about me that isn't even true just because yeah. they'll then love me. It's not love. It's kind of hate. Yeah. So you know, I think that I, yeah. I think the breakthrough real, to, to interject here. I think that the breakthrough that was really interesting was is so many people, and I thought it was just me. And I think everybody said, "Well, I thought it was just me that felt like that." Felt that they should be pursuing certain things, or they had envy on certain things, and desire about certain things that they really never 
ever wanted. It was, an, you know, to quote an old idea, basically, in their head about what they thought perfection was. But it's not really making them happy, is it? No. It's like, I'm, I want, I think I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to want this. I don't really want it. Don't really like it. But on the other hand, sometimes we have, uh, I'm going to say I don't because I'm afraid I can't. And again, it's, it's teasing apart. It's this big ball of stuff that we come in with. All these old ideas wrapped together and starting to take, take them apart. But it's in telling the story to me, telling your narrative and realizing maybe that's not even a true story about me anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In recovery, I had a lot of ideas about who I thought I was. And I walk into in, this world and talking to you, talking in this group, finding out that's not who I am. That's not who that's not even who I thought he was or he was or he was. And in that exchange, in that talking to each other, you get to realize, oh, you know what? I thought I wasn't supposed to say this. And maybe there are other gatherings, other venues where, no, it's not appropriate, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not a place where it's safe enough for me to share and fill in the blank in terms of where, where yeah. I can do that. This gathering, this old school gathering was a place where people could then say the un unexpected, right? And I think this leads me to another question that I had for you. What do you think it is? Because week after week after week, we've been having these powerful experiences. What do you think it is about the old school men's mastermind that's drawing this out, th this transformation out? I think we come from a common background or a common understanding of certain there's great diversity in our in our group, believe me, and you've seen it too. We know that, um, and some of it's unexpected. Some of it is just uh, from different life experiences. Some of us from exactly the same graduating class in high school, but our lives took radically different directions. You know, some of us in the in the same uh, community, but in different directions. It, mm -hmm. But what brings us together? is a kind of certain, a, a touchstone, if you will, of a certain understanding of what it means to talk about spirituality, talk about a, a higher power, something bigger than me that's operating. And that that feeling comfortable, feeling that I won't make the room tip with all the eye rolling if I talk about a, a, a spiritual path um, is, a, is a really, to me, a really helpful base from which we can. And we're able to talk about outside issues and I think, you know, for me, it's the collective of having 15, 20 guys, the minds of 15 to 20 guys, and they actually tell you what they really think mm -hmm. about how you can get to where you want to go or find out where you want to go, which is in some case, you know, what, what was interesting is like the people that I thought had it the most together sometimes, right? That man, they must really know where they want to go. Sometimes are the people who are the most like, I have no idea where I want to go now. I knew where I wanted to go 15, 20 years ago when I started this, but I don't know where I want to go now. And I think, you know, George, that is the powerful thing that we're getting uh, from, from the old school men's mastermind group. So we've got one left, right? We've got yeah, one more one, left. One more. Uh, with this group. And uh, I, I'm super excited about it. It's going to be next week. And I guess we will tell people how they can find out more in the next coming weeks about the next cycle that we've got coming up, the next mastermind the that we've got coming up for old school. In the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, George, have a really great day and a great weekend. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking with you next Damon, week. Thank you so much. Talk to you I'm later. I'm looking forward Bye. to it. Bye. Bye.
Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free, and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.